When it comes time for you to retire, will you have at least a six-figure retirement income? Well, we're going to talk about how you can do that today on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Welcome to this episode of Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy, and this is our high income retirement series that we are starting today. There's no reason for you to retire like a poor person. You can retire with a high income. Now, we're going to talk about uh, how you can do that. So, typically, when people retire, they have a 401k or a pension plan or some kind of a maybe an IRA account, or a savings account even. And they've been, basically, these are all ways of saving money. They've been saving for decades, hoping to have enough to retire and not outlive their money. And that's just kind of a sad way to live after putting in all that hard work uh, all those years and then have to worry about living too long. Retirement should be fun. If you're going to retire, it should be fun. So what is retirement anyway? Well, the dictionary definition is the action or fact of leaving one's job and ceasing to work. It doesn't mean ceasing to live or ceasing to have a purpose or ceasing to be productive. Personally, I don't uh, I don't plan on retiring. I like what I do. I have fun with it. Age doesn't matter for what I for what I do. So uh, I, I don't have any reason to retire as long as I love it. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not going to retire from it. But I believe the vast majority of people who have a job don't really love what they do. They don't want to do it all their life. They want, to, they want to quit doing that at some point, but they still need to live. They still need to have an active life and a fun life and enjoy themselves, enjoy living. Uh, you can't do that on two or $3,000 a month, really. The sad truth is most Americans have no retirement plan. 50% of all baby boomers plan on retiring and living on their Social Security check, that's their retirement plan. That's not good enough. That's only uh, the average Social Security check is thirteen to $1,400 a month. And who knows how long that's going to be around. Um, they keep saying it's going broke or that it is broke, and they're just pumping money into it and, and uh, keeping it afloat. Uh, so we don't really have a guarantee of that. About half have not even thought about retirement plans. So we have a retirement crisis because of that. We have a $14 trillion retirement deficit. The pension deficit alone is is about $1.3 trillion. There's a, I believe there's a four, $4.3 trillion in pension liabilities and only $3 trillion to cover it. So... Where's that going to come from? What's going to happen to those pensions? 
Uh, your 401ks, they're not guaranteed. They're not 100% safe. See, all of these things are insured. Uh, I don't know about 401ks, but I know pension plans have uh, something similar to the uh, FDIC for bank accounts. But when when that entity takes over a pension, they slash everybody's pension payments down to an unlivable level. And you don't want that to happen to you. And if you have a 401k, you know it's not safe because look at what happened to, to a lot of people in 2008. When that crash happened, a lot of people found themselves uh, found themselves having to continue working when they were planning on retiring uh, because their 401ks became... A lot of them lost half of their 401k value. And that's that's a lot of money to have to lose for your retirement. I've talked about this before. You know, if you have a million dollars saved here for your retirement and you do what financial planners tell you to do, you withdraw 3.5% a year, that's only $35,000 a year to live on. And you have to pay taxes out of that if you haven't already. So you're probably going to be down 35000 Minus the taxes, you're going to be down to about maybe twenty three, twenty four hundred a month, somewhere in there, twenty five hundred a month, maybe. Uh, that's not much money, you know. You put that with your Social Security check, you might have uh, thirty five hundred a month, somewhere in there, to live on, and that's not really much of a life. Uh, and I understand a lot of people when they get to the age of retirement, going to have their homes paid off, uh, and so that will make it a little easier. But my point is, are you going to enjoy that kind of life? And you only have about 25 years left to go through that money before you're out of money. The money is going to be decreasing. Your, your, your savings account will be less and less every time you withdraw money from it. And over the years... It's going to dissipate, and you're not going to have anything left. In 25 years, at that age, do you think you're not going to have any medical problems, any issues like that that you're not going to have to come out of your pocket to pay for? Other emergencies other than than medical problems, you might have something happen to your house that's not covered by insurance. Uh, You could have a family emergency that requires some money from somebody. Uh, All kinds of things can happen that can deplete that savings. So naturally, I'm going to recommend real estate to make up for that. So here's what you can do. Here's my suggestion. Now, I'm not a financial planner, so don't take this as financial advice. Uh, I may give you some real estate advice from time to time. I'm going to tell you what I would do and what I do do, what I plan on doing, um, My retirement, uh, I mean, it's an ongoing thing. I just, by the way, retirement can happen at any age. You don't have to be 65 years old to retire. You could be 30 and retire. Uh, You can can leave your job if you have the income to pay your bills, to pay your expenses, to enjoy your life. uh, You can call that retirement and leave your job. now, if you do this with real estate, you actually have a business. Your own real estate is a business. Investing in real estate is a business. So, it's not a it's not a passive income. I hear people calling it passive income all the time, and 
really there's no such thing as passive, 100% passive income. Uh, you can get close to it. And re- with real estate, you can get, there are ways to get close to it in real estate, but you're not going to be 100% passive. But if you want to retire with a good income, one thing you're going to need is financial momentum. Financial momentum uh, it follows the actual physics equation for momentum, only we've applied it to finances. So financial momentum is the amount of your assets, total, all assets, times the velocity of that money or times the uh, rate of return of that money. How much money does that does your assets, how much money do your assets return to you in profit? So if your assets are returning you money in profit, then you have some financial momentum. If that rate of return is negative, then you're in trouble. And that's where most of us are today. We have ne- there, It's an epidemic of negative financial momentum in, in our country, well in the world. And why is that? Well, uh, credit card debt, for one thing, people buy expendable items like, like dinners in restaurants, uh, like clothing, uh, TVs, uh, gadgets of all kinds on credit cards, and they don't pay it off. Every month they make payments, they pay high interest rates. So that's giving them a negative rate of return on their money and on their assets. And everything they buy with those credit cards become liabilities. Your home does not return you uh, an income. And uh, I periodically have this discussion with friends and family members, usually ends in an argument but uh, they will swear that their home is a great investment, it's an asset, and they're making a lot of money on their home, when in reality they're not really making that much, if any at all, because what happens is inflation goes up as you uh, over the years as you own your home, and it eats away at any appreciation you have. And besides that, appreciation is not cash flow, and we need cash flow. Everybody needs cash flow in their life. Uh, and in your retirement is especially uh, in need of cash flow. You you need, and a four hundred one k is not cash flow. And a savings account and a pension plan, uh, a pen, pension plan is probably the closest thing to cash flow that you're going to get from a retirement plan. But uh, you know, a four hundred one k, you're just drawing out your savings. That's all you're doing. So how do you get this financial momentum? How do you get that to work for you? How do you get away from the negative financial momentum and get to positive financial momentum? How do you get to where uh, your assets are working for you? So here's how I would do it. Here's how you can start doing this. And you can do this at any age. Just get started. Uh, And it's, it's, it's the very important first step. Just get started. You start small. You buy a, a small property, an office building, a one or two tenant office building. They're not that expensive. Those type of office buildings are easy to get tenants for, and they tend to stay a long time in those in those properties. And those are going to be tenants like insurance agents and uh, hair salons and mortgage brokers and people like that that don't move a lot. They don't move around a lot. 
you buy one of those properties, you're going to get it at a decent price. Depending on what market you're in, you could go as low as you know $150,000, maybe $250,000. Uh, get you a positive cash flow of maybe $400, $500 a month, maybe even $1,000 a month. That's a start. So you do that your first year. Then the next year, you buy another one, maybe a little bit bigger property, maybe something that will get you a little bit more positive cash flow. And you keep that process going. You repeat. Now, some of these properties you're going to have to do repairs and some renovations on. But that's all, if you calculate all that into your expenses and into your, your purchase amount and uh, price your rent accordingly, you will come out with positive cash flow. And in the end, uh, at the end of your, your working career, when you're ready to retire, your cash flow has been coming in all that time. It starts from day one, by the way. It does, you don't have to wait 30 years till you retire. It starts right away. And that's what real estate will do for you. The cash flow starts right away. The tax savings are huge. Starts right away. The property appreciation is big. And you can control it. You can boost it. So your assets actually go up. And when your assets go up, you know your cash flow is going to go up. You can charge more. Uh, The market goes up. Everything as it changes you increase your income, you increase your, your uh, equity. So after, let's say after 15 years, your properties start getting paid off. Uh, your, your mortgages are getting paid down. Uh, they get paid off, start to get paid off. Your properties are worth more. You're, you have increased your rent amounts and your income's gone up. It's very easy at the end of... 10 years of real estate investing to have a hundred thousand dollar a year income. It can even go quicker than that, depending on how much cash you have. So if you imagine that $1 million that you saved paying you $2,500 a month to live on 35,000 a year before taxes, imagine you take that same $1 million and you invest it in property Invested in real estate that's paying you an 8% return. 8% of a million dollars is $80,000 a year. That is very close to getting to that six-figure income. All it takes for a six-figure income from real estate is $1,250,000 worth of properties. Paying you an 8% return. An 8% return is very doable in commercial real estate. I'm not talking about houses here. I'm talking about commercial properties, office buildings, retail centers, industrial properties, and even apartments. So that's how you can have your high-income retirement. And if you're aggressive with it, if you're persistent and consistent, and you keep this going over the years, you don't slack off on this, you keep your properties up, uh, you keep investing. You can double that. You can triple it. There is no limit to what you can do with real estate investments. Your retirement income could be huge. It could be way bigger than whatever you made in, in your job or in your profession. 
Uh, and, and you can start that at any time. If you want, if you don't want to work anymore and you're 30 years old, start investing in properties. And in a couple of years, who knows, maybe you're going to be to the point where you could be out of your job. And real estate investing can be your job. That can be your profession. It's your business. It is a business. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about how you can get extremely close to passive income with real estate by using a certain type of lease that requires very little attention on your part as a landlord, makes it extremely easy to own properties. And that's one of the biggest objections people have is to real estate investors. I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to get calls. I don't want to have to do maintenance on the buildings. I don't want to have to come uh, fix someone's toilet. Well, first of all, it's why you don't do houses. That's one of the reasons, uh, aside from the fact that the houses give you about the worst return you can get. You want to do commercial properties. There are leases out there, long-term leases in, measured in years, not months. And um, we're going to talk about this one kind of lease next time. It takes all that responsibility off your shoulders and puts it on the tenant. And that's going to be our episode next time on Real Estate Revenue. Thanks for showing up this time. Always appreciate the listeners out there. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family, come listen to the show. And I'll see you next time on Real Estate Revenue.